Welcome to the TU Sports Extra podcast. It's Tuesday, June 27th, and our guest today is sophomore defensive back Kiwan Parker. Kiwan, appreciate your time today. How's your summer going so far? Uh, appreciate you for having me. Um, summer been smooth. Uh, just been grinding with the team, uh, bonding with my teammates, and getting strong in the right weight room. Being pretty good so far. What are your goals this summer? Like, like, what do you hope to accomplish? Um, my goals have been to put on like five more good pounds of muscle, and also to um focus more on the technique of my game while I'm uh fatigued. Um, and just getting faster and stronger and being more detailed in the game. When you say technique, give me give me an example. Um, so like an example would be like. It's late Late in practice, we'll do like a two-minute drill or just offense versus defense pass, the, the pass the, the pass drill, and I'll be like tired after a special teams drill that we did right, right before. Uh, just focus and stand locked in and make sure that my technique is detailed and still as sharp as it would have been at the beginning of practice so I can create good good habits for the game. When you when you get fatigued, what what starts to get sloppy? Like, what do you have to pay attention to the most? Um, I say my pad level and my eyes. Pad level. What's that mean? Um, just keeping a a, a low center of gravity to where I can still play fast and explosive. Uh, Kiwan, some of the other players that I've spoken to on this podcast have talked about how Coach Wilson really goes to bat for his players. And a lot of it is stuff that maybe the public and fans don't even see. Uh, have you seen that? And can you give me some examples of that? Uh, yes, sir. Um, I guess recently, um, before I was on the team here at TU, uh, like a lot of the players were, well, really all the players were underpaid and just didn't have as, as much resources, but since he's gotten here, he's been pushing real, real hard because he knows these players here work their butts off day in and day out to get everybody what they need and much more. Like whether it's financially, um, whether it's like food or just anything, he's there and he's he gonna do it the best he can. What does that mean to you as a player to see your coach fighting that way for you? I mean, as a player, I mean, that's what a player wants to see and loves to see. And that just that just know that just lets us know that our coach cares about us and is deeper than than what people can see. And I think that's a good thing about it. He, do, he doesn't care about how people view him or how he looks on the outside. He he knows we all know his heart and he knows his heart. And that makes us just want to go to bat for him just like he does for us. When you were in high school and you were considering colleges, uh, generally speaking, what, what did you want out of a college? Like, um, like what kind of things were you looking for? I was looking for um, top competition, um, the highest level of play, and just a place where coaches really cared about players and help develop me in the game, like in areas where I didn't understand a lot of things because I know I still had a lot of growing and developing to do. 
like physically and mentally when it came to the game of football. What was it about Arkansas that led you there? Um, it was the SEC. So it was one of the highest levels of college football. Um, it wasn't too far from my hometown here in Tulsa. And I had a good a good relationship with Coach Sam Carter. You were there two years. You redshirted one year. When did you start thinking that maybe Arkansas wasn't the place for you? Uh, I'll say midway through um, last year, my redshirt freshman season. I was praying. I was praying about it and was just getting different. I feel like the Lord was giving me different signals here and there to like really let me know like, all right, maybe time for me to gather. What kind of signals? Um, just like the people that would be hanging around sometimes. Just things would go bad, and everybody wasn't on the same page. Um. And I would just always uh, find myself, like, isolated the last couple of months I was there. So would you say it was more an off-the-field situation than on the field or both? Um, I would say a little bit of both. Okay. But mostly on the field because I have, like, a strong love for the game of football and – I just feel like I couldn't bear just not getting um, certain chances to be out there with my teammates. Sure, sure. No matter where it was. So when so you went to New Mexico, uh, but then decided that really wasn't the place for you. What what happened there? Um, I went down there for an official visit. Um, I loved it. I loved the coaching staff. Um, and I love what they were doing with the program over there. They were up and coming. And they, they made a lot of noise last year. But at the end of the day, well, I committed there originally. But at the end of the day, like, again, I prayed about it. And I think the Lord just wanted me back here in Tulsa. When you enter the transfer portal, like, literally, how do you do that? As a player, is there, like, a, a website you just go put your name in? Like, like what's the process like? Um, I had a well, I had an exit meeting with my coach, with Coach Sam Pittman in Arkansas, and we had a long conversation. And I decided that's what I was going to do. And so I had to go talk to compliance at Arkansas, and they entered my name into the transfer portal. And they had the portal like makes us sign a waiver before we enter it. Um, and it wasn't too hard. It was pretty, pretty, pretty much simple. Same process with New Mexico? Um, no, New Mexico State, I didn't have to um do anything because what I signed was uh, I didn't sign another NLI there since I was already at a, a university transferring in. So I didn't have to do anything major. I just communicated with them that I think it would be in my best interest to come and play at home instead of there. When did TU come into play? Um, Honestly, if I want to be honest, Coach Coach Wilson reached out to me maybe a day and a half after I entered the transfer portal. But this is why he had the Tulsa job, but Ohio State was getting ready to play Georgia in a playoff game. So he was still there, and he reached out to me via phone, via text. But I don't know how he got my number, but they came <laughs> to play real early. And I was like, 
I could I could feel like that's what my heart really wanted from the from the jump. What why do you think that is? I I couldn't I would say want to come back to my city, be around my family, and get another chance to play the game I love. But I honestly think the Lord put it on my heart because I never would have thought that I wanted to come play at Tulsa, like even coming out of high school or even last year, I probably would have never thought it would have been like this. It's crazy. So what what was that first conversation with Coach Woodson like? Um, he just reached out to me via text, and we got on the phone, and he um he was asking me like how would I like to um come and play, have an opportunity to play at home, and he was saying how he he didn't have a defensive staff yet, so he didn't want to make any defensive side of the ball like moves like offering like offering guys yet and everything. He he wants to run it by the staff when he got one, so like so I, he had me on my toes for about three weeks waiting and waiting and waiting because they were playing that game against Georgia. But the con the our first conversation was pretty pretty simple, short. So until he reached out, Tulsa was not on your radar. It was not a consideration. I mean, no, but honestly it was one of the first schools because I didn't have 30, 40 schools reaching out to me real early or nothing. It was a couple here and there, but Tulsa was one of the first like I want to say a day and a half yeah after I entered yeah. so the number one factor in picking TU was what mm. I really honestly want to say it was the Lord like I put my trust in God like completely all the way because I prayed like when I was at New Mexico State I was praying like Lord like help me make this decision I don't want to make the wrong decision here I, mean, I ended up committing there to get a spot to to lock a spot in it. Then ended up coming back here. But the whole time I knew I wanted to play it to you, but it's just I was still waiting. I was still waiting for Coach Wilson to get his staff together here. During this process, well, here, let me start over. When did you talk to Kevin Wilson and what was his pitch to you? Uh he he was talking to me about every Every week, I want to say, after he had first hit me up, he was just telling me, "Uh, keep keep being patient. Everything gonna work out." And he he hadn't forgot about me and the other guys who we wanted to bring in. Um, he said he just he just want to focus on that game, that playoff game they had, and he gonna keep in touch with us. And he don't want us to feel like he forgot about us or anything. And he was just kept saying, "Everything is gonna work out. Everything is gonna work out. Stay patient with him." So, what is it about? Coach Wilson, Kiwan, he's he's done a real good job of securing talent out of the portal like yourself, but he's also done a real good job of retaining talent like Kendarian Ray and Braylon Braxton, guys who were in the portal then decided to stay at TU. What is it about him? I think, well, like I originally said, he's a real straightforward dude. He's not going to sugarcoat it for anybody. Um, he treats everybody the same. And he has one goal for us as a team, that's to be a good team, be good teammates in the win. I think that's what everybody wants on the football team. So how come you didn't consider TU coming out of high school? Um, Honestly, I feel like um, I wasn't recruited there. 
like okay. a lot i feel like i had a, a tu offer coming out of high school but i didn't really have a real good relationship with none of the coaches i maybe visited once or twice um i just didn't feel like i didn't feel it if i'm being honest and honestly me being like young and a little bit of ignorant i had a mindset like i want to get out of tulsa i want to get out of tulsa if they had recruited you harder do you think there's a chance you might have picked to you coming out of high school? I mean, yeah, there's a real good chance because, like, my trainer, my D, my DB trainer, Dwight Dobbins, played at TU, and he always used to pitch to us. It was me and a couple other guys. Like, he wanted us, like, how, how crazy it would be if we went to TU and just did something big there. But it just never happened. What's the TU defense going to look like this year? I think we'll be pretty solid. We're preparing uh, how we're supposed to be. Our new defensive coordinator, Coach P, he's a real good coach. Um, I think we'll all be pretty we'll, – we'll be more than solid, I would say. You going to play cornerback or safety? Um, They have me interchanging at nickel and corner right now. Do you have a preference? No, sir. What are your goals this year? Um, Just to – be a, first, I want to be a great teammate to my brothers on the field with me. Um, I want to just be the best me I can be and just compete no matter where I play at, no matter who we're playing against. Just compete every snap and leave it all out there like I know I can. When you say being there for your teammates and being a good teammate, what give me a sense of that. What does that look like? Um, I don't want to. I don't want to go into a season or any single game with like any kind of a selfish mindset. Like I want to always remind myself, like I'm, I want to be a good teammate. And if my teammate need to be lifted up, if they need encouragement, if they need a reminder on what we got up or whatever it is, I just want to be a good teammate. Now you and DeMarco Jones were Booker T teammates, correct? Yes, sir. Did you guys talk about going to TU together, or is that just coincidence? Yeah, actually, um, well, when I had first talked to Coach Wilson, he had mentioned that he uh he had, he was hearing about me and De, me and Demarco Jones, and he wanted to get me and him both back home to play. And I had talked to DJ maybe a week after that. We had came back home. We was working out. We was talking about it, and it was crazy how it all happened. <laughs> crazy how so oh uh, just because we were we both played opposite side of each other in in high school like I was one corner on one side he was the other corner on the other side and now we're back here with the opportunity to do it again do something big in our city in college so you've mentioned prayer multiple times today Kiwan can we can we talk about that just briefly yes sir about about the role that your faith plays in your life and your decision making. Yes, sir. What, where, where, where does that come from? I mean, you're, you sounds like you pray about a lot of things. Uh, yeah. Um, growing up, um, my auntie, my mom had us in the church. Um, but uh, I feel like I kind of got away from um my relationship with the Lord um throughout middle school, high school, and about a year and a half ago, my relationship started going, getting back stronger with the Lord. And 
I feel like every decision I've made since then has been like from him leading me. Um, I can honestly say like he he's never like led me wrong or forsaken me. So I wanna before I do anything, no matter big or small, I wanna put my trust in him and ask him to lead me before I make a decision on any situation in my life. What happened a year and a half ago to where your relationship with God started to kind of improve? Um, it was just like, it was while I was at Arkansas, um, like the summer before this, this last season, um, I just felt him pulling me and pulling me, like, come, like telling me to come back to him. Cause I feel like he honestly needed me to do that so he could lead me back to here where I am today in Tulsa. <clears throat> now that you're kind of you're back home you're at TU do, do you feel different like do you feel mentally and spiritually I don't know if stable is the right word but maybe grounded is that fair yes sir, yes, sir. Uh, I honestly can say like um I feel like I have more of a peace of mind and a more um open and gentle heart about a lot of situations that I can say that I would have before um, and I'm just thankful for it because it wasn't by my strength because um, this last season of Arkansas, I was questioning a lot of things, and he's the one who kept me grounded and kept me strong through it all. Kiwan, the, 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 the rules of football seem to more and more favor the offense and also favor receivers. So as a defensive back, how are you supposed to do, how how do you cover a corner when all the rules seem to kind of favor them? Um I mean, I feel like the game has always been like this. So I feel like that just comes with pep preparation and how you train. Like so I would say for me, I try to train, train to be from behind or not on the refs, like on the opposite side that the ref is on. So it can come much like simpler in the game. And I try to make things much harder for myself, like during training and working out. So um, everything will be much more simpler when it comes game time. And we have to deal with things like certain rules or certain referees, and it won't come to me as a shock or anything. What do elite corners do that average cornerbacks don't do? Um, the small things. I was saying, I think is it's the details. What I feel like everybody when you get to college, like you have you have talent. That's why you get to college. But I think it's the small things, like doing something a little extra every day, no matter if it's in the weight room, no matter if it's watching some film on Thundercloud or YouTube on something or somebody in your position or somebody that you see that you're gonna be against or like just going out on the field or in the backyard or even just walking around in your house, just doing little things to help you get better at your technique and your game. Okay, last question. Who is most responsible for getting you to where you are today? Um, first off, I want to say the Lord. Um, and then my mom, say my mama. Talk about your mom. What, what kind of impact does she have? Um, she has, she's, she's had a big impact on my life. She's raised four kids. Um, she was a single mother. And so my, uh, 
my stepdad um for a period of time, Dwayne came in and he helped out a lot too. But I, my mom, she's so strong. And I seen her go through a lot of things and she she never wanted to show it to us and she always made made whatever we needed happen for us. And I appreciate her so much for it. Now that I can understand it and I'm old enough. Yeah. Well, P1, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, have a great rest of your summer and uh, best of luck this season. Thank you, sir. You, <clears throat> you can download the TU Sports Extra podcast on Google, Apple, or Spotify. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back next week with another player interview.